everyone a warm welcome to fun story sessions here you will be listening to stories in hindi and english and the stories will be for toddlers tweens and teenagers i hope uh, you will like listening to them so today we start with a very very popular the hardy boys series yes and the undercover brothers the story is hurricane joe the hardy boys are two brothers and uh, the elder one is frank hardy and the younger one is joe hardy and these two brothers are teenage detectives so the story is going to be interesting hope you're all ears chapter 1 slam dunk this chapter is from joe's perspective here is a question by joe what worse than getting caught spying on a pair of wanted criminals and the answer is getting caught riding jet skis in the middle of a hurricane i should know both of them happened to me on the same day believe it or not i am joe hardy undercover agent for american teens against crime and this is just the beginning of the most disastrous mission my brother frank and i ever encountered fasten your seat belts it's going to be a wild ride look it's those boys the deep voice bellowed like a fog horn on the deck of the freighter get them frank and i glanced up from our jet skis shielding our eyes in the heavy rain above us leaning over the side of the ship was a tall beefy man with a short red beard glaring down at us hi mr plotnik i said we seem to be lost could you point us in the direction of bayport he growled at me then a younger he- red-haired man rushed up to the railing and peeked over the side it's those guys from the top there he said slightly confused how did they get here we are miles offshore they must have followed us do they need a lift the beefy man grabbed his son by the shoulders no he roared they need to be liquidated what do you mean they followed us they saw dumping toxic waste so so they might tell the police do you want to go to jail no then you have to make sure they don't talk now get moving oh okay okay i'm moving are you happy the younger man sighed and started climbing over the railing not until those boys are snooping on the bottom of the ocean while the father and son bickered frank and i grabbed our jet skis to make our getaway but before taking off frank raised his camera and pointed it at the plot me Stetis he snapped a picture and blinded them with the flash hey the sun yelled covering his eyes way to go frank plotnik's son was totally stunned now's our chance i spun my jet ski toward the shore and sped away as fast as i could but frank wasn't so lucky 
Just as he started to pull away, the younger Plotnik sprang and dove off the side of the ship. Slam! He knocked my brother off his jet ski. Dunk! The two of them plunged into the ocean. Frank! I shouted, the wind catching in my throat. I spun around and tried to circle back to help my brother. But the hurricane was gathering force. And with all the heavy rain, I couldn't see a thing. Where did they go? I scanned the area back and forth, my heart sinking fast. Frank! I shouted again. It was no use. My brother and his attacker were nowhere in sight. The ocean had swallowed them up. Okay, it's confession time. This mission of ours had turned into a total disaster. And there was only one person to blame. Me. Furthermore, I'll even state, for the record, something that I've never ever admitted before. I, Joe Hardy, should have listened to my brother. Yes, you heard me. I should have listened to Frank when he said we should postpone the mission, at least until the storm blew over. I should have listened when he gave me the latest report from the weather network. It looks like Hurricane Harmon is heading our way, he explained. Things could get ugly. Only if you look in the mirror, I joke. I'm serious, Joe. We don't want to get stuck in a hurricane. Oh, come on, I said. A little rain won't kill us. And besides, we'll be done before the storm hits. It seemed like a good argument. I mean, this was the kind of job Frank and I could do in our sleep. Our mission? Follow the freighter on our jet skis? Snap pictures of those creeps dumping toxic waste? And then head back to shore? No sweat. Even the suspects, Bob and Peter Plotnik, owners of Plotnik Plastics, then seemed like the dangerous type. Boy, was I wrong. Come on, Frank, I said. It's a slam dunk mission. Of course, I had no way of knowing that Frank would end up getting slammed and dumped. We've got to stop these guys, I continued. They are human garbage. They are ruining the beaches with all that junk they dump. Hmm. Okay, Joe, he said, finally relenting. Let's go take out the trash. From that moment on, everything started going wrong. And I mean, everything. First, the Plotnik spotted us at Bayport Dock. Are you sure you boys want to go riding jet skis? Mr. Plotnik asked us. There's a hurricane heading our way. We told him we'd be fine then ducked out of sight while he and his son loaded barrels of toxic waste onto the freighter. Twenty minutes later, Frank and I followed the ship out of the bay and were almost knocked off our jet skis. The waves kept getting rougher and rougher, and soon it started raining hard. We were almost ready to turn back when the plot mix started hauling the barrels overboard. One of them almost crushed my jet ski. Then, just when I thought things couldn't get any worse, Frank fumbled for his camera and accidentally set off the flash. What was that? said a voice on the deck of the fighter. 
and that was how hardy boys were caught that was how i ended up riding a jet ski in the middle of a hurricane wondering if i'd ever see my brother again frank the storm raged around me tossing my jet ski up and down side to side like a tiny rubber duck in a very big bathtub the waves swelled and rolled and crashed around me the rain was so heavy i could barely make out the dark shape of the freighter even though it was just 50 feet away frank i made my way closer to the ship something caught my eye something floating and bumping against the side of the freighter it was frank's jet ski without frank okay bro where are you frank i tried to shout above the sound of the wind but the roar of the storm drowned me out wiping the rain from my eyes i glanced around until i spotted a flash of red rising up on a nearby swell there he was plotnik's red-haired son fighting the waves no wait he wasn't fighting the waves as much as he was fighting my brother the two of them were locked in back arms and legs crashing in the water frank hold on i spun my jet ski around and gunned it up and over the crest of a massive wave i zoomed as fast as i could toward frank and peter plotnik the big redhead was shoving my brother under the water holding him down with both hands heads up red i shouted tilting and swerving the jet ski i stuck out my foot and clobbered him good oof peter reeled back losing his grip on my brother a second later frank popped up of the water gasping for air i pulled up next to him and reached out my hand frank climb aboard my brother grabbed hold and tried to pull himself up but when he swung his leg up onto the jet ski the jet ski tipped to the side and almost flipped us into the ocean whoa steady boy i leaned hard to the right to counterbalance the weight finally the jet ski stopped teetering frank straightened himself up and wrapped his wrapped his arms around my chest okay i'm on let's go bro i started to take off when i heard a loud shout from the freighter don't worry preeter i'll save you i turned to see the redhead's father bob plotnik grab a life preserver and leap over the side of the ship gurs plush he did a cannonball right next to his son causing a mini tidal wave that sent the boy sailing backward whop peter banged his head on frank's abandoned jet ski his father swam over and helped him climb onto the seat then pulling himself up bob plotnik grabbed the controls and revved up the craft they're coming after us joe said frank more wait he tightened his grip as i gave it the gas trying to steer the jet ski onto a wave for extra momentum hurry they're gaining on us i glanced over my shoulder frank was right the plot mate were only 15 feet, feet behind us joe look out i turned my head and gulped whoosh a massive wave crashed into the nose of the jet ski i tried to pivot and ride the swell like a champion surfer but the force of the water knocked us into a tailspin I hit the gas hard and tried to regain control. That's when the engine stalled. I don't believe this, I muttered, reaching out for the starter. What next? Joe, look out. 
Frank yelled in my ear. I glanced up to see Bob and Peter Plotnik zooming right toward us, like a pair of knights in a jousting competition. But instead of a long steel lance, Mr. Plotnik used his life preserver as a weapon. Whack! He clubbed me in the head with the sound foam tube as their jet ski zipped past us. Stunned by the blow, I slumped down over the controls and miraculously triggered the starter. Stay down, Joe. Frank reached over me to steer. Just hit the gas. Still a little dazed, I fumbled for the accelerator and pressed down. The jet ski roared to life and soon we were riding the waves, rising up in the air and slamming down hard with each splashy landing. Ouch, 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 I grunted on the bumps, my face bouncing off the dashboard. Let me drive, Frank. If you insist, he leaned back so I could sit up. The plotniks were heading right for us again. But this time, I was ready for them. Waiting until they were about 10 feet away, I swerved to the right and doused their jet ski with a huge spray of water. Splash! They spun out of control as I headed for the shoreline. Frank squeezed my arm. Good job, Joe. But drive back towards the freighter. Why? Look over there. I gazed back at the ship. Just behind it, another boat was zooming our way. It was small, about 45 feet long, and white with flashing lights. It's a U.S. Coast Guard, I shouted. Yeah, see if you can lead the Plotniks right into their path. Looking back, I waited for Bob and Peter to catch up to us, then set a course toward the freighter. Zooming around the starboard side, I figured our pursuers wouldn't spot the Coast Guard board until it was too late. Here they come, Joe. Vroom! The waves churned and rolled as the Plotniks chased us along the side of the freighter. Leaning hard, we circled around the stern of the ship and turned onto the port side. And here she comes, said Frank, nodding toward the Coast Guard board. The small craft was 50 feet away, heading right for the Plotniks' freighter. Probably to see why it was drifting during a hurricane, I slowed the jet ski to a stop and turned around. Check it out said Frank. The Plotniks rounded the freighter. The Coast Guard boat closed in and blocked their course. We couldn't see what happened next, but we could hear Peter Plotnik yell, Look out, Dad! and a loud crash. Ouch! I muttered. Seconds later, the Coast Guard pulled Bob and Peter Plotnik out of the water. One of the officers pointed to their freighter and started asking questions. I think the dumping days are over, I said. Frank tucked my arm. Let's go see if we can hitch a ride, unless you want to navigate these killer waves all the way back to shore. Good idea. I revved the engine and headed for the coast guard boat. Frank started waving his arm and yelling, Over here, help! But I guess they didn't see us because the boat started speeding away. Great! Hey, wait for us, I yelled, trying to catch up. It was no use. The Coast Guard boat zoomed off and vanished into the rain. I don't believe this, I groaned. Just drive, Joe, said Frank. We have to get back to the dock before this storm gets any worse. Worse? I shouted. How could this possibly get any worse? Mother Nature answered my question a few seconds later, with a giant 20-foot wall of water. Rising up like a sea monster, 
from the ocean depths. The wave lunged and curled over our heads. Then, with a deafening roar, it came crashing down and knocked us off our jet ski. Chapter 2 to be continued in the next session. See you then. Bye.